Everyone is faced with difficult decisions from time to time. Leaders tend to find themselves making these decisions frequently, and as of late, it seems the toughest of decisions are having to be made. How can we as leaders successfully make difficult decisions, and how can we deal with the backlash and criticism that inevitably comes with those decisions? All that and more on today's episode of Leading the Christian Leadership Podcast. Stick around. Hey, what's up, guys? This is John Ryan Kane, too, and this is Leading the Christian Leadership Podcast. What's up, everybody? God bless you, and welcome to another episode of Leading the Christian Leadership Podcast. I am your host, John Ryan Cantu. This is a show that brings you leadership tips for ministry leaders, business leaders, entrepreneurs, um, people who have been where you are, people who are been have been where you are wanting to go. We bring them in for interviews and we we, we talk uh, about their inspiring stories and just get some insight from them. Um, I've been a little bit MIA. I know a, a few weeks ago I, uh, I, I I did a show that basically just said I'm going to step away for a few weeks just because we ha- we recently had our uh, our second little girl Michelle Grace, um, aka Ellie, and she's she's beautiful, she's healthy, but of course she is sucking the life out of us, and we're not getting much sleep, and and so just with everything else and you know life kind of going on, I thought it was best to just kind of. Uh, just put a hold for a couple weeks, not not too long, um, on these shows um, because again, like I said last time, I want to always be bringing the best that I possibly can to these shows because I really care about the content that uh, that we're we're giving to you guys. Um, so hopefully we will be back in the in the regular swing of things. I know we're not really living in normalcy right now. Uh, I do have one podcast in the books that we can release in a couple of weeks. Um, but for my other guests, they had to reschedule. Um, and so we're, we're going to have to just see how this all plays out. Uh, we're living in some crazy times right now. Um, last week was one of the craziest, most hysterical weeks we've seen in a long time. That craziness is going to continue. This COVID-19 virus is serious, uh, whether you think so or not. Um, and, uh, sorry, that was, that was my phone going crazy there. Uh, it's it's something serious, something that shouldn't really be avoided and just assume that it's going to go away uh, without prudence from people, right? This is why decisions have been made from leaders of all types of organizations to shut down, to limit the amount of people who are gathering. Um, now, with that, all that being said, is the media hyping all of this a little bit? Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we could probably safely say that. I mean, that's what the media does. I've, I've read so many articles this week, last week that like, does anyone really need to know some of these things? That is what I'm thinking to myself. It just, a lot of these headlines are just causing more panic, more hysteria. Um, but that's to be expected, right? That's, it's, it's what the news does. It's, it's the headlines that make, makes people click on read more. So yes, it's, it's serious. We need to exercise caution, but we also don't need to freak out, right? Like this is not the time to freak out, especially as believers. We serve a big God, a God who is in control of all things, a God who works all things together for our good, right? We will be okay. We will be. I have no doubt that this is a moment of opportunity for the church. Um, we, we had an online only 
um, or should I say an online mostly service at our church this past weekend. And um, I was amazed at the turnout. I mean, we, we even had people tune in who don't normally attend church. They were watching online with us. They were engaging with us. Like it's a great opportunity for churches everywhere to spread the hope of Christ, whether you do it online or whether you do it in person. I I don't know how you're going to do it. Um, It's a time for the church to kind of get creative, but we still need to be proactive, right? Just because we can't meet um, together in large group settings doesn't mean that the church stops existing. The church is not a building. The church is people, and it's people who reach out to other people. Um, we live in a great time where we have uh, the technology to do that. Uh, so let's 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 be creative and let's continue being the church and and spreading the message of hope that is in the name of Jesus Christ. Right. The point is to just do it. Um, it doesn't matter really how you do it right now. Just just do it. Just be the church. Right. Uh, so this this was an especially difficult week for leaders. From the leaders of our country to you know massive organizations like um, the MLB, uh, the NBA, to city to city officials, to to pastors, everyone had tough calls to make. Um, recently, this week, last week, I was beating my head this past Saturday uh, Saturday trying to figure out what to do for our church. Many of you know that I'm I'm a lead pastor of a Houston church, and we're not a big church. Um, we have maybe a few hundred people total. Um, I'd say maybe. 35 or 40% of those are over the age of 65. So we wanted to be especially cautious for them. So, you know, just it just made sense for our church to go online. Praise God, like I said, the response superseded my expectations. People showed up. Uh, it was like we didn't even skip a beat. But my God, if it, was a, if it wasn't a difficult decision to make, it, it, it really was. And today on the show, I, I don't have a guest. Um, I probably won't be as long um, as, as we normally are because, you know, I kind of let the guests kind of do most of the talking. Um, Today's going to be me, but I do, I do want to just talk a little bit more about tough calls, difficult decisions. How do we make them? Uh, how do we deal with the response of the difficult decisions that we have to make? Um, you know, every leader faces difficult decisions. And it, it's easy when you're not the leader to criticize those decisions. It's it's so easy to do it. It's so easy to say, oh, that wasn't the right call. It's so easy to say, what was he thinking? What are, what are we doing here? Um, and in times of crisis, and, and this is what we're finding ourselves in right now, it's a crisis. In times of crisis, people need leadership. They need it. Um, but just because they need it doesn't mean that they're always going to agree with the decisions that you as a leader make. Case in point, um, I know many pastors struggle to make the decision between taking the necessary precautions for the safety of their members and just doing church online um, and just taking the risk, you know, assuming nothing would go wrong, the church can still carry on as usual and, and everything would be fine. I mean, those, those, those are really decisions that leaders had to make this, this past week. And, and on the one hand, there are those who say, well, we'll be fine. You know, the church should have faith and we should just gather and and then those uh, on the other end are like, you can never be too ca- careful, right? I mean, the pastors have a responsibility to its flock. And so either way, uh, the leader's decision uh, doesn't always please all people, right? And um, this, this is a time where we as a church need less criticism against our leaders and more prayer for our leaders. Our president, whether you love him or hate him, guy needs prayer right now. He really does. 
He needs wisdom. He needs godly direction. He's he's like the country's chief decision maker, um, and any decision that 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 he makes either gets praised or it gets ripped to shreds. Um, pray for your pastors as they're having to make tough calls that are unprecedented. Uh, organizational leaders, businesses are having to choose between shutting everything down for the safety of others uh, and possibly taking a huge financial hit that doesn't only affect them but also affects their employees, right? Those are those are tough decisions. These are not easy decisions, guys. And so be thankful if you're not the one who has to make them. I mean, I, I do not envy our our country's leaders right now. I mean, they're making some really, really tough decisions and, and the entire nation is looking at them and, and will be affected in one way or another. So um, I, I, I do want to talk about um, tough calls, difficult decisions, because as leaders, we're all going to make them, whether whether it's you know today, whether it's in this season or another one. Um, I, want, I want you to consider first these three things, and then we'll kind of get into our main points. Uh, first of all, if you're a leader, you need to remember that that just because you're a leader, it does not make you an expert in crisis management. You may not know what to do, and that's okay. Take a moment, think, pray about it, ask for help. You don't have to make decisions on your own. Ask other people what they're doing. Consult with your team. Ask for direction. Uh, leaders need leaders too, right? So don't feel completely alone in your decision making. You are not alone. There's There's people there to help you. Um, number two, don't freak out. Everyone else is already doing that. Leaders need to lead confidently. And that's something that I've, I've, I've struggled with before and I'm, I've, I've had to learn. Um, there are decisions that I've made in the past that I, I just second guessed. Um, and, and it's, it's never good to second guess yourself, you know, because then you're always just living with this kind of fear of what's going to happen. And that, that, let me tell you that says something to other people. It, it tells them that you're not confident. Once you make your decision, okay, and again, that means after you've talked it out, after you've prayed about it, after you've sought wisdom uh, and you've considered everything, after you make the decision, walk confidently in it. You have to be confident because people will oppose you. People will say that it was a wrong call and, you know, maybe, maybe it will be, you know, sometimes it just might be the wrong decision. Uh, decision making also means sometimes making the wrong decision. It just, it just does. If that happens, correct it, you know, better yourself, but, you know, just be confident in your choice making on the front end that, that sends a, a message to people that, um, that you, you've, you've, you've at least got yourself under control, Right. Um, so be confident. Um, and, and then finally, number three, uh, in moments like this, many times, look, there are no right choices. There is only the best one. And the best one might be pretty crappy. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't look like a good choice. But when you stack it up against the, the alternative um, or the alternatives, it, it's the best one. Right? No, one, no one wants to shut down businesses right now. I got an email from my gym saying that they're temporarily closing uh, the gym until further notice. I also saw it on Instagram and I'm, I'm a comment guy. I'm always like just with my popcorn looking, looking at the comment section. You've got those um, who were saying, Hey, that's, that's the right call. Good decision. Uh, proud of my gym's leaders, whatever. And then you've got other people who are just outraged because they don't have a place to work out. So um, whatever decision you make as a leader, especially in times of crisis, you got to know that you're going to take a hit either way. 
right? Uh, so uh, there, there are two main points that I want to go over today. Um, the first one is, is how to make a tough call. It's kind of a how-to. And that's, I mean, that, that's, a huge, that's a huge topic right there. We probably can't cover everything, but uh, we can kind of glance at it on the surface. Um, so with those three p- preliminary thoughts in mind, uh, remember, recognizing that you may not always have all the answers, uh, remembering to be confident, and understanding that there aren't always you know, great choices on the table, the first thing that we can do as leaders is to think about the greater good. Think about the greater good. Now, again, as with all of this, that's not easily done. You have to, one, define uh, what or who the greater good is. And then, two, you have to proceed to find the best path for their survival and sustainability. Um, but, but start with defining what the greater good is. For many people, um, it's probably going to be people. At least I hope it would be. The greater good is going to be people. For my church, the greater good is our people. We want our people to be safe. Um, yes, we have plans for our church. In fact, this this Sunday coming up, uh, which is the 22nd of March, just in case you're listening uh, to this well in the future, we had planned our relaunch service that we had been planning since December. Uh, we're changing the name to our church. We're going to be changing the look of our church. We had a cool service plan. Um, everyone was ready to be operating under our new brand, our new name. Um, we did a whole series leading up to this moment Um it was going to be a great service, and it's just going to have to wait. You know, our, our, our plans for doing some of these upgrades that we want to do in our church, that's going to have to wait. Our finances over the next few weeks you know, might take a little bit of a hit, but the greater good is the people whom we serve. So define the audience. Ask yourself, who is the greater good or what is the greater good? Um, and then you, you at least have a, a clear direction of what to do next, okay? So the second point is, is, is to think about, um, think about your why. Give them your why, them being the people that you are leading. Give them, when you're confronting a difficult decision, you have to think about the why. You've got the greater good defined. You've got some options on the table. Um, When you make that decision, whatever it may be, give them a reason as to why you're going with that one. And this is true of any decision, but especially when it comes to those harder ones. Um, If people are going to disagree with you, at least you have a reason to support your decision, right? The last thing that you want is to not have thought about your decision carefully and kind of just roll the dice on it, okay? So give people a reason why. It won't guarantee approval um, or 100% support, but at least people will see your values and your thought process behind the decision that you made. Um, Okay, my last point here. um, Sometimes your judgment is clouded. Sometimes it's personal um, and you're not, you're not really the best person to make the decision. Um, And so what you need to do uh, is you just need to, this is just great general advice on this, remove yourself from the equation. Uh, Sometimes it it even helps to act more as kind of like a consultant than the actual leader because your decisions as a consultant are less hindered by personal relationships, less hindered by strong opinions of people that you know. Um, Think about this. Say you run a business that's struggling to make some money. And so in order to keep the business afloat and in order to continue paying your employees and paying yourself and provide your services, you've got to cut some expenses. That's, I mean, that's just kind of the name of the game. Every business has to go through that. So let's say one way that you can do that and, and, and not have to lay anyone off is by canceling the insurance uh, premiums that you pay for your employees. You, you tried, 
you, you wanted to provide it. Um, you want to take care of your employees, but at this time, times are just rough. It, it's, it's just hurting your business, which might ultimately lead to a more hurtful um, type of, of uh, measure that you'd have to do and you'd have to take in the future. So you have a, a tough decision to make. Now, if you ask a, a consultant or, or an accountant, they might tell you exactly what you need to do. They might tell you to give up those insurance policies, uh, at least for now, um, so that you can stay afloat. But your friend works for you. Right. And let's say you don't take the advice or you don't listen to an accountant. You don't listen to a consultant. You don't put on the the consultant hat. You're just you just you keep yourself in the equation. In other words. Right. Uh, Your friend who works for you, let's say he's got a newborn. um, He's got a lot of doctor's appointments coming out for the next few months. I know all about this right now. Um, And so he finds out about what you're thinking and he gives you his thoughts on it, which understandably will cloud your decision. That's a tough call. It's a difficult decision. You don't know what to do. You feel like, I mean, you're, you're, you're in between uh, two very difficult decisions, uh, drastic measures that you'd have to take. Now, an effective way to carry out um, the decision-making process and making it probably the best one is by acting, again, as a consultant. I think uh, Pastor Craig Rochelle said this um, or, or something like this. He might have said to hire a consultant. I don't know. I can't remember. But What's needed in these situations is someone to take a bird's eye approach to the whole situation. That will help with your tough decisions, okay? So to recap how to make tough decisions, number one, think about the greater good, define who that is, what that is, and think about them. They are, they are the goal. They are what you need to take care of. Um, number two, give them the why. Don't just make an arbitrary decision. Make sure there's a good reason behind it. And three, um, Remove yourself from the equation to facilitate a smoother decision-making process uh, when you need to, okay? So now, uh, the second point to all of this, how do you deal with the backlash? Like I said before, you will receive complaints. You will receive text messages, phone calls, emails from people saying that this was a terrible decision. What are you thinking? Are you crazy? You're going to be criticized, all right? And the good thing is, on the other end, you'll probably have some support. You'll have some love. Um, and, and that'll kind of, that's gotta be the thing that fuels you, you not, not the other stuff. Um, the other stuff will make you lose your mind. It'll make you quit. Okay. So, uh, how do you deal with backlash? Two sub points I want to make on this first, ignore the noise, ignore the noise. This doesn't mean ignoring good advice from others who might oppose you. Sometimes you're going to be wrong. Remember that. Um, and, 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 and good people who are looking out for you and looking out for your organization, um, are going to are going to step in and they're going to give you their thoughts even if it opposes you. That's that's t- completely okay, right? That's not noise. That's not what we're talking about. Uh, noise is is hate. Noise is all talk with no proposed solutions. Noise is personal preference from hundreds, thousands, millions of people who all have their own personal preferences to begin with, right? Telling you the way that you should do it. Um, because that's the best way that it's going to work for them. If you listen to all of that, you will never make a decision, right? It's just not going to happen because you're going to be trying to find a way to help everyone the way that they want to be helped. And honestly, that's just not possible. Okay. So ignore the noise. Um, and then number two, and my final point here, um, it can be alluded to, to an earlier point. Be confident, be confident while being humble. That seems to be an art to be mastered, right? A lot of times the humble seem to be weak and the confident seem to be proud and arrogant. That's not how it has to be. Be firm in your decisions. 
uh, don't go back on them unless you have a good reason to, um, because that tells people that you're not confident, right? Like I said earlier, uh, you're just kind of rolling the dice and seeing what, you know, what, what it tells you to do. So be confident enough that even if you know backlash will happen, you're still going to be pressing forward, but also be humble enough to listen to others, listen to your team, listen to the Holy Spirit, like, like really get into prayer and seek his direction. Um, and, and when you're wrong, don't be afraid to apologize. Apologizing is not a sign of weakness uh, when, an apologize, uh, when an apology is necessary. It's, it's a sign of humility, okay? So uh, to recap, once again, how to deal with backlash that will inevitably come. Number one, ignore the noise, ignore the haters, ignore those who don't offer help. They just offer complaints and uh, be confident while still remaining humble. Okay, so we are going uh, through some very tough times right now. That means uh, that there are tough calls to be made everywhere. We seriously need to pray over this situation, pray over our leaders, and, um, and, and just leaders in general, even if they're not like your leaders or our leaders. I, I've reached out to a few pastors yesterday just to let them know that uh, we're, we're praying with them, uh, if they could help us pray uh, for, for each other. Because uh, that's really what we need right now. Remember 1 Timothy 2, uh, 1 through 2, it says, I urge then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people, all people, for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. So go out today, um, and or don't go out, stay in. Um, <laughs> That's what we're being asked to do. But but we live in a technological uh, age. We can still be together while not being together, if you know what I mean. So go out, in a sense. Be a voice of hope. Be a, be a voice of peace. Let people see some Jesus in you when you speak, when you post, when you comment. Pray for our leaders. Pray for each other. And pray for our world. Um, that's all I've got today, guys. Uh, thank you for joining me. I just wanted to encourage you with that. Um, we'll try to get back, like I said, uh, to our regular... Um, our, our regular every other Monday schedule, and uh, I've got I've got a couple podcasts here recorded, ready to go. But uh, like I said, I, I had some reschedules, just a lot of everything going on. So maybe I'll come back and do a solo show just to keep things rolling. Um, but once again, if you enjoy the content, please consider leaving a rating or review. That would mean a great deal to me. You can also do so on Facebook, um, on facebook.com slash leading podcast. You can follow us on Instagram as well at leading podcast. All right, guys, um, be blessed, stay, uh, stay safe, and um, we'll see you later. God bless you.